Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chip. I am a 20-plus year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all, hence the name Talking to Myself, because I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. Hey, hey, well, we are back, and as always, we're black, but... We decided to change it up a little bit this week and not be so political, not be so serious, and go back a little bit to our relationship talk that we talked about back in, when was it, May? Yeah, we were talking about relationships back in May. I was watching this show. It's really pretty trashy, but you know, I like trashy stuff. And it's called Married to Millions. Have y'all seen that show? No. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. So anyway, this show is about people. It's like a millionaire, and they are going to marry someone who's not a millionaire. So this one dude is 62 years old, millionaire, been married a couple of times, and he is going to marry a 22-year-old girl. Wow. And, of course, she's not a millionaire. She's been waitress, and she does not come from an affluent background at all. And so when I look at it, He's really like old and scrappy and you know, he just looks real, I don't know, pasty and uh, just really ugh, just gross. And then she always looks really uncomfortable and her family, you know, they're just kind of looking at him kind of side eye and he didn't like her family and his friends don't like her and he didn't like the way she dresses. And the whole thing just seems weird. It just doesn't seem right at all. So when I watched it, it reminded me of this concept that we talk about, and I'm not gonna go all deep, deep into it, but it is called the comparison level of alternatives. And, and just to sweep it quickly, it's like, let's say I am me, <laughs> and I am my age, mm -hmm. and I make the amount of money that I make, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking about dating. And let's say I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be 50, I make this amount of money, and I'm thinking about who's out there to date. And I may think, not saying this is true, but let's say I think that perhaps my dating alternatives are limited. And so all of a sudden, this dude comes up and he's not attractive to me. And let's say he maybe even has a smell, but he is loaded. And so I might think, huh. There are a lot of negatives to this guy, but there's this one positive thing. He's super loaded. And I may think that one positive thing outweighs all the negatives, and I may think that that makes him my best alternative because based on everything I said about myself and based on what I think I might get out there, he's probably gonna be my best chance. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about this show, that's what I think of. I think this 22-year-old girl looks at this dude 62-year-old, right. scrappy, just ugh, gross-looking right. dude. And she's like, okay, I'm 22, but where else am I going to find someone who is super rich, mm. who's going to take care of me? Right. She was a waitress. He immediately took her off of that, right. bought her clothes, did whatever, bought her mama some clothes. She's been going to fancy parties, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, she's been like, okay, this is the life. Mm -hmm. Even though I can't stand for him to touch me. Because you can tell she's kind of like cringes when he touches her. But she's like, even though there are all these negative parts, that one thing, that money, is kind of worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can tell. And then with him, she's 22. And even though, you know, you might think he can get a lot of women, even if he got like a 30-year-old, which would still be like really young for him at 62, 21 is like 
22. She just turned 22. She, he just gave her a birthday party. 22 is like super young. Mm-hmm. And so he might think, I can't get anyone younger than that. Right. And she's cute too. He's like, she's cute. She's 21, 22. I can shape her and mold her any way I want to shape and mold her because he does manipulate her. You can tell. And it's like, he might think, where else can I do that? Who else is going to let me do that? Mm-hmm. So for both of them, they are getting something out of it. There's mm-hmm. one big thing that they're getting. They think they, they, they think they can't get anywhere else but from each other. And so they're hanging in there with it. And so it's like really kind of kind of weird to kind of watch it. So when I watched it, I was like, you know, we all do it, but it's kind of like messed up in a way. Because at, at maybe, maybe at some point, she might get sick of this 62-year-old man and say, you know, I can't, I can't stand it. I can't take this anymore. You know, he's just scrappy and crappy and he has strange smell. And she just may just be way too young and immature for him. You know, the same age as like his granddaughter or something. You know, he just may not be able to accept it. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of this analogy that I came up with a while back. And it was like, you know, when you go to like out to eat, like to Applebee's or something, mm-hmm. and let's say you get like the riblet platter. And like that day, the riblet platter is just kind of like, just kind of okay, you know? And you don't eat it all. And then the waitress comes back and she's like, hey, you want a box? And you're like, yeah, I'll take a box. And you take it home, but you know you don't really want to eat it anyway, but you take it home and you put it in the refrigerator and you never go back to it. And then like a week or so later, those riblets are turning like green and black and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you like go back and revisit them and you open it up and they like stink and they're all dirty. You're like, oh, look at these riblets. And you throw them away. You know, that's what it reminds me of because you could have left those riblets at Applebee's because you knew you didn't want those riblets when you left. Yeah. She knew she didn't want this 62-year-old man when she met him, but she took him. And then they they spend this time together and all it's all that's happening is that he's getting more crustier and more green and more black and more smelly until she throws him away because she doesn't want him. But you could have threw him away a long time ago because you knew you didn't want him. Mm-hmm. Or you could have let somebody else eat him. You know what I mean? Eat somebody else could have ate those riblets and could have enjoyed them mm-hmm. and wanted those riblets. But instead, you brought them home and wasted those riblets. You know, so why even bother? So even though we think, oh, I'm doing what's best for me. Are you really doing what's best for you? Mm-hmm. Are you really doing what's best for that person? When you take what you think you're supposed to have or what you think you can get, you know? So that got to me to thinking about like dating. And um, since you guys are chippy, you're talking to people, I guess, and hanky, you're dating and talking. It made me think about dating and what your comparison levels are. So. I was just gonna just throw it out here, just like having a nice conversation with my sons, and, I, and I'll throw it. I'll throw in some of my opinions as well. But how important are some things to you? What are some deal breakers? Like in terms of like looks. So Chippy, like when you meet someone, how important are looks? I mean, would you, if someone is like, like straight up, forget it, ugly, are you like, okay, you can have my number, or are you like? Here's like my dog Paco's number. I mean, what are you actually? going through with it or are you faking the phone? I'm not gonna fake it. If I'm not liking you, I'm not gonna talk to you, you know. So if someone is, but looks? Looks, um. It's specifically looks. They matter, but it that's not like, it's not it's not a deal breaker if you're like, you know, not all of that. Okay, so, so face only. We're looking at the face. So if their face is jacked up, you're, that's not a deal breaker for you. 
It depends on how jacked up it is. <laughs> okay, let's say some jacked up teeth. But everything else is cool? They jacked up teeth and one straight eye. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, jacked up teeth, but not sh their eyes are okay. Maybe, because you could probably get your teeth fixed. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what about jacked up eye, decent teeth? Yeah. You good. still go for that? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, Hanky, how important are looks? I mean, talk, now, looks are just face, not, not talking about the body, just uh, looks. Face only? Face only. I mean, I mean... I guess, I mean, it matters. You got to be attracted to the person. So, I mean, it, it, that goes a, a while, like, from the jump. Like, I mean, from the jump, I don't think I'm going to be talking to somebody I'm not attracted to, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, uh, face, from the jump, I mean, that's like a good weed out, I guess, of course. Okay. You know, if you okay. will. So, uh, but, yeah, it's not, it's not everything. But face is a definite weed out. That's a It's a weed out. out. It's like, it's like. All right. Well, if you don't, if you if you don't look like up to part of what I'm even like looking for in the face, then I mean, well, well you probably won't get my number. Okay, got you. I definitely have. I think I have a type. So there's a certain. I don't. Let me say this. I don't seek out the type. I think I just automatically go for a type. Mm -hmm. You know, something that I think is attractive. So if you were to look at the different uh, men who I have dated over time they kind of look alike a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, because I, so, I sort of kind of have a type of dude I think is attractive. Okay, so there's my next one. How important is smell? So Chippy, what about smell? Um, for like, me, I think that's a definite. If you stink, no. But, um. Just like a regular. Like a regular if, smell? What if you smell like food, like dinner? <laughs> like always or just like? Like, <laughs> all, like always smell like dinner, like a home cooked meal. I don't know. I don't think that's a problem. <laughs> you, you said you don't think it's a problem? I don't think a home-cooked meal... It depends on the food. <laughs> like, you know, like a roast. Like someone always smells uh, like a roast or something. Or I don't know. Can they help it? Yeah. I mean, they just... I think it's like they just... Like their clothes just smell like food. Like they kept their... Because like, they always cook They just kept their jacket in the kitchen or something. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know. It's more so... I mean, if you're walking around funky... Like, if you walk around funky every day... Well, what if it's cultural and they're, like, from a place where they don't believe in deodorant? Oh, no. No, you got to wear some deodorant. Yeah. You? you know, we're in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the U.S. You wear I know. You know, your dad actually had a friend who had a... He's still married to her, a wife, and she was not from the United States. And she, you know, he thought she was beautiful in the face, good body, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think she must have had like a decent job or whatever, but she was from a different country. So she went down with like soap and water mm -hmm. or deodorant. Mm -hmm. And I, don't, I, I know soap and water deodorant for mm -hmm. sure. And so he wanted to date her and he, you know, he, I guess took her out a couple of times and I, the smell got to him and he was just like, okay, you know. Yeah. So the next time he went over her house, he brought with him soap, he brought deodorant, all of a sudden he, and he like gave it to her Mm. And I would have been so embarrassed, but she was. She told me about. It. She was like, "Yeah, like on our second date, he like brought over some um, deodorant wow. and some soap and stuff." Because you know, I was from. She's from somewhere else. She said, mm. "You know, we don't use that." Oh wow! But he was like, "You know, you in the United States, and and I think you're pretty, and I want to date you, but I can't take that smell." Uh. 
And so she said, then she started, she said, I'm good now. She was like, I'm cool now, is what she told me. She's like, I'm good now. She said, but I didn't know. She said, so he had to, he had to show me. So now I'm, I'm on it now, so. Wow. Yeah, so that's, but smell was, I like cologne. I don't want, I don't want somebody to smell like dinner. And I don't want you to smell like this. You can smell like your skin sometimes, but I would rather you have like some cologne some, on yeah. more than your skin. Yeah. And definitely I don't want you to smell like a home-cooked meal all the time. <laughs> no. I mean, I like it. I'm down with a home-cooked meal, but I don't want you to smell like one all the time. Yeah. Okay, now how about a person, how important is it that a person can hold a conversation with you? Okay, but how about that? Um, I think it's important. Okay, so, so they have to be able, and not texting, I mean actual like, talking conversation yeah that's important okay so you have to have something in common with that right so hanky how important is a conversation i think a conversation i mean i think that goes a long way period i feel like you got to be able to talk because if we, if we can't talk on a regular basis i mean how are we going to continue to keep this going we got to be able to talk right. and you be able to keep the conversation so okay okay so you're having com- so having a conversation is important but like do you just think you can just go with like a shallow conversation like just a hey what'd you eat today kind of conversation or do you think it needs to at some point get deeper than that can you just roll with it every day like hey how would you eat no it gets you know. it gets tiring after a while. Like I mean, it's cool for the time being, but I mean, it just gets tired for a while. So. Yeah, somebody keep asking you what you ate today and yeah. what you do today. It's just like okay. Every day. Every day. I, I'm not I'm not on board with that. That's yeah. that's something I'm not able to do. I I can't do it. What about having something in common with them? Do you think you could talk to somebody who you have very little in common with yet? Um, no. Nah, we gotta have something in common because I feel like we have to be able to like do some stuff together that we both enjoy. Mm. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to be able to do some things together that you both enjoy. You don't want to always right. be by yourself right. and this person's off doing what they want to do. Right. And you all doing what you want to do. Right. It's like, well, let's find some things we like to do together. So for sure it's something that you have in common. What do you think, Hanky? Yeah, I feel like you definitely need that just to keep yourself, you know, engaged. Like I feel like you definitely need to have some some things in common with the person and if you don't, I feel like it's gonna get boring. Like, cause of what what you guys gonna do together? Right, right, right. I think it's important to have a lot. I think it's a lot more fun to have a lot in common. You know, I think people downplay that a lot. I hear people say. In fact, I just had a conversation with some friends about this. They were of the belief that opposites attract, and that it's, you should be opposite than your your partner. And I do not believe that. I think you should have a lot in common with your partner, because it's it's amazing how much better the conversations go, how much more fun you have, you know, because you, you like doing the same things. If you are opposite than your partner, I don't know what you would actually do or talk about because y'all are always opposing, Right. you know? So I don't, I don't really quite understand that. I don't think you have to be your partner's twin, but I think you do have to have, a, I think a lot, I would like to have a lot in common, you right. know, and, and really kind of enjoy talking and doing things together. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. What about ambition? What do you think, like, what if what if you were with a partnership? Let's say you aren't very ambitious. Let's say you weren't. I'm not saying you aren't. Just say you weren't. And you're with someone who is super ambitious. Do you think that that would work out? Or do you, do you think they would inspire you? Do you think they would be like, you know what, I can't, I can't with him? What do you um, think? I think it's good to have somebody, you know, like, hype you up. Okay. I think that's going to help you be better. So okay. I think it's a good thing to have. I think it's great for you, but what about yeah. them? 
for them, I don't know. It might get tiring after a while. Yeah, Because, yeah. you know, you get tired of being somebody's cheerleader. Yes. And maybe they aren't changing. So. Yes, because you're up here hyping them. Like, if they're always hyping you, but you're not hyping them. It's like, burp, you know, like, I don't know about this one, you know. So that's that's something to think about. What do you think? If they're, off, if they're, if you're not ambitious, but they are. Yeah, like, <clears throat> like, I feel like, like the ambition needs to be on both sides at least kind of equal because I feel like if if one person is ambitious and, and the other person is not then it feels like it's going to be like the other person is always pushing or the other yeah. person is too pushy yeah, but yeah. in actuality it's not it's just you want better for the person right 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 right. but they might not take it that way right, right. you know they might not see it that way at all and then I think sometimes even some of these like you add together when we're talking about the comparison level of alternative so alternatives so let's say if a person is let's say you have a lot in common but the person is not ambitious and they're attractive you know what i mean would that be a deal breaker so you know those that's what makes it hard for relationships the person's good looking right they're not ambitious but you have a lot in common and it's like uh, you know so that's what makes it sticky you know that's when you really got to kind of you know parse it out like uh or the person you know you have really great conversations with this person this person uh, maybe is really ambitious but they won't keep a job you know, and it's like, oh man, you know, all these really, you have great qualities, but you won't quite just do it. You won't pull the trigger, you know. And at some point, you have to decide, what's this doing to me? You know, what, what am, what am I giving up? What am I leaving out there on the table? You know, for this relationship, when really I only like really one thing on the list. You know, we really only have a lot in common there's a lot of other things that maybe aren't so great, you know? So I think it's important for us to really kind of think about it. And a, a lot of people don't take stock of, you know, those, those different, um, you know, those rewards that we, that we get versus those costs that we have to pay in relationships. But it's really important that we do it because otherwise you're gonna find yourself with some riblets that you didn't want in the first place from Applebee's that you should have left at Applebee's or you should have gave somebody else to eat because you, you otherwise you're just wasting food, right? You could you really are wasting a lot of food if you do that. So with that being said, we're gonna end it here with this comparison level of alternatives. Be careful with checking out those people on the internet and in person. Take your time in relationships. And as always, we will be black next week. Peace.